Welcome to the Digital Cigar Lounge Podcast, where a seat is always reserved especially for you. Pour yourself a glass, light up a stick, and enjoy the conversation. you being here tonight man this, man. Is, this is big this is this is a long time coming we've been trying to get you here for a long time I know man. You, understand. you know you know what's interesting man is, you know, i don't know who else i would have did this for hey, oh lord man Word. that, that no, means that's, a lot. And, and i'm just you know that's i'm being i'm being very candid yeah. you know yes yeah you're gonna get a, you know you got you know you know me well enough to know you can get a lot of transparency yes that's what we want and yeah. so that's for sure, but it'll be real, it'll be authentic, and uh, most importantly, it'll be genuine. It'll come from the heart. So that's why we wanted sure. you here. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, why we wanted sure. you here. But I, but I will say that um, I'm probably just as humbled and honored to be here as you are to have me. Thanks, man. Yeah. So for the listeners, um, just to give a little bit of context, uh, Eugene and I met Cleveland. Uh, this is probably what like. Seven years ago now? Yeah. I think about seven years at ago. Least, at least. And, you How know, time flies, right? Exactly. For sure. How so time uh, flies. Cleveland um, was, in, you know, was really, um, you know, influential in our early days transitioning into, you know, getting into cigars. He was instrumental mm-hmm. in that. Uh, used to used to work at a spot. Do you still do that sometimes on occasion? Yeah. Yeah. Occasion? So, so, okay. So doing that. Okay. So um, at one point when, when we met Cleveland, you were essentially the face that we saw. That's the most. it. Yes, for sure. That's right. it. So mm-hmm. uh, real. We're still doing it, even you know, and, and now even have a, the ownership in it at this point. Okay. So it's gone a little bit further than what it was initially Beautiful. when we first. Oh, met. that's dope. Beautiful. Yeah. Congratulations, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. No, that's that's been a while mm-hmm. at this yeah. point. Even yeah. uh, a little bit after we had met, but okay. Um, but yeah, we were. I was indeed the face that kind of. Yep. Congregated a lot of the brothers inside. Yes. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we had a real good thing going for a long time. We had yes. a real nice long run. It was a, a nice neighborhood spot. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, back in the days, my only complaint was that it wasn't open long enough. Yes. Yeah. You know, yes. Sure. closed at yes. seven. You know, we used to try to get y'all to stay open until at least nine. Right. But uh, <laughs> um, it was a real cool little spot. And eventually it developed a cult following. Right. And like a crew was mm-hmm. essentially developed. Absolutely. You know, that I've. Was honored to you know yes, be brought into mm-hmm. you know, and years later, like I've met a lot of real good, solid bros. Eugene and I both, mm-hmm. you know, um, from sitting in that lounge, yeah, man, has met some real solid bros mm-hmm. and still are you know in communication with right. to this day. Right, so, it's all about know. building relationships, and and was able to do that while you guys were coming there for sure. That's Definitely one thing you, uh, you know. I think that we we talk about often on the podcast about the cigar community. Like you really, mm-hmm. it's easy. to to build relationships because everybody's so welcoming right. in, in the community. So, you know, you go to any cigar. I mean, I've been to cigar lounges every city I've been to, and I'm always able to to meet somebody and connect and establish some relationship that is longstanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And and to Jeremiah's point, man, that, that, that was the foundation, to be honest with you. Right. Like, you really were the foundation, mm-hmm. instrumental in our development of really getting into it. Because I remember when I first came in there, I was on the pipe, remember? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, smoking right. the pipe. I remember that. I remember that. Pipe, I remember that yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. That. Exactly. And I told I, you the story about my grandfather and how yeah, I got into it. how he got into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then now, now I'm working my way up into some, you know, really 
quality, a little bit, a little bit, a little above the the infuse. You know, I'm, right. I'm getting there. You're you know, getting, getting there. It's yeah, all yeah, a process. Yeah. It's man. a process, but it's I'm a getting process. There. So yeah. go ahead and admit you yeah. bubbling out right about here. Uh, we level out right about here. Go ahead. Yo, I'm getting there. I'm getting, <laughs> no, so we've been getting right there right like now. a year. Yo. No, straight up. Nah, <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, yo. So one time, me, me and Eugene was sitting in the lounge. It was like a quiet day. It was just you know we had. I think we recorded the podcast back when we was at the studio. And then uh, we went to the lounge, yeah. and then Cleveland mm-hmm. was in there, right? Yeah. And it was just me and Eugene back there. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we back there smoking, right? And then uh, I don't remember exactly how it came up, but Cleveland was talking to somebody up front, and he was like, yeah, he got them cigars that you like, Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, me and Eugene was back there laughing so hard, man. Oh, man. You know? Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we you was laughing. <laughs> Don't we was laughing me. so hard, man. Yeah. Look up like, huh? <laughs> yeah, what? Wait, wait, wait. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, but we know that's that's how Cleveland show love though. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah. that is that is that is indeed the way Cleveland does show love. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and and you have to I, mean, I don't mean to abuse myself in the third person by any means, but <laughs> but but knowing me, yeah, you know that's that's kind of how man. I do it and trying to build that camaraderie and cohesion that mm-hmm. we were seeking yeah. um, mm-hmm. to have come in the shop because energy is important yes. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, having the right vibe around you when you're doing something that you're very passionate about yeah. can diminish that if you're not very careful about who you bring into that. No doubt. Yeah. And so no. because of that, that was the vibe that I was trying to let off. Now, the other part of it was, you know, there, there are people even, even now that have a preference in terms of what they smoke. Right. Mm-hmm. And in theory, everybody's entitled to smoke whatever they choose to smoke. Yeah. And this is why there's so much of variety as far as the cigars are concerned. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I would. I'd be like, you know, you smoking that flavored stuff? Like, yo, you know, it's taboo. It's taboo, you know, to what a... Um, uh, a novelist of some sort would consider themselves as far as cigar smoke is concerned. Yeah, right. But... You know, with that being said, I think just as life, I think it's really important to capture something that you are really into. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Right? And to capture something that you really like and capture something that you can find yourself enjoying enough to go back to it. Mm-hmm. And in theory, no one has a, an opinion. Um, I mean, they certainly can have an opinion, but I mean, it's really what your preference may be and what you enjoy. Yeah. And, um, and that applies to our lives as well. So, so how long... Have you and I don't know I don't know that I know the answer to this question. No. How long have you been actually smoking cigars? Wow, this is this is twenty two and we're going into twenty three. Um, I would say this has been going on for me personally since nineteen ninety damn six ninety seven. Right okay. when I started playing, you know, I went to the you know without getting on the tour. I went to the University of Georgia. I was on a basketball scholarship. Mm. I left there, mm-hmm. and then I went and played in Venezuela for eight years. Oh, wow, okay. right? And so with that, I was trying to find ways to kind of get myself relaxed. Okay, uh, trying to find kind of escapes of just being stressed, mm-hmm. and uh, that's how I found it. Mm. And then kind of got in away had gotten away from it for a period of time, mm-hmm. and then moved to Charlotte here, and then the same thing started happening. So well. I need some stress release of, gotcha. of some form, mm-hmm. and that's how I found it. I found it in the form of, of cigars. So it's been, you know, it's been a good 25, 24 years at this point, consistently, not yeah. 
off and on. It's been, you know, I, I've been I've been at it for quite a bit of time. So correct me if I'm wrong, right? Your typical go-to, like the the type of shit you like, is like full body, pe- kind of peppery, Maduros. Yeah, we talked about this, you know, yeah. you know, off and on for for some time. That isn't the my my go-to. Okay, pepper, hint of spice, mm-hmm. uh, Maduro. Mm-hmm. Anything Nicaraguan, Ecuadorian, mm-hmm. um, Honduran. Why, why is that? Why those particular countries? Because those countries are the ones that have the tobacco with the pepper in it. Uh, right? Okay. Gotcha. Those are the ones that have the pepper that's going to give you that, what people consider to be that, um, that uh, you know, kind of the harsh... Mm. <laughs> oh. you know that uh, okay. um, you know and, and it really and it's interesting because the shit me, we don't want <laughs> yeah the shit I don't yeah, want no, well, this is my question I'm sitting here waiting I'm like ah, yeah, I'm like yeah I'll never smoke those well, well, no. well, well but you know it's, it, it, but but again it's just it's just my preference yeah it is it's just really and truly my preference and what I enjoy because that what that's what makes me feel like I'm enjoying this experience. No doubt. Right? No doubt. Um, and the, with the Maduro, you touched on a Maduro rap as well. Mm. The Maduro rap is going to certainly give it the, the boldness mm. that I'm looking for. Mm. Now you have the uh, Habano, which mm. is going to give it a little bit of sweetness. The Sumatra that mm. does it does that as well, mm. which gives it a little bit of sweetness along with the boldness as well. I do prefer mm. some of those also. Mm. But Maduro, full body. Go home, go hard is what <laughs> I prefer. Now, now I don't, I don't doubt for a second because you know I know that you've been out here. You understand it like you understand the different levels of cigar smoking and and, and whatnot. But how much would you, how much would you say, or how much have you run into people that just say like, okay, well, I'm gonna smoke this harsh cigar because, oh well, now that's that now I'm I've got the credibility of. I smoke cigars, mm-hmm. but don't like it. Kind of like, I, I, not to liken it this way, but like, we drank Hennessy for a very long time. Right. And personally, I'm not a fan every of Hennessy. Every bit of the way, I, I'm not a fan every of bit of the way, I was like, you know, I don't know that we got, okay, maybe it's liquor. I don't know. <laughs> right. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But I'm like, no, no. And I got old enough to be able to say it. And I was like, I can't touch that dog on Hennessy. He's like, guys, I hate to say this, but. Fuck Hennessy, yeah. guys. Yeah. Right? And I don't know why we got on... And it's like it got yeah, a chokehold on the community, right? right. Yeah. But that was drinking. Like, if you're going to drink, you're going to... Like, it's okay. And then somebody else might say, well, I just like a margarita, right? And he's like, ah, oh, man, you're drinking hey, that sauce. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Wait, you want, so, sh- you want sugar or salt? With yeah, right, right, right. right. So, so do you think that that's like how people smoke? Like, some people actually like it, but then, like, you also have this this uh, this population of people that just do the it. Yeah, machismo. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I yeah. like. Just for that reason, I I I, th- I think you hit it right on the head. Um, I think it comes down to ego, mm-hmm. and a lot of it, in some sense, certainly ap- applies to our lives, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, and you know, I consider myself probably the, the OG of this group, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. In in the sense of not only age but experience as well. Um, but with that being said, I I do believe that. There are things that individuals like, mm-hmm. and because of the narrative of this is what you should be elevating yourself mm-hmm. to, exactly, people get away from who they are. Exactly. And again, again, I'm applying it to our lives as well. Yeah. Right. Based on where we're trying to go, the direction we're trying to go, how fast we're getting there, all about progression, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in essence, that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. all about us advancing. Mm-hmm. And we may not advance in a direction that would be 
typical mm-hmm. or um, or where someone else may want us to go. But what mm-hmm. we do go is where is most comfortable to us. No mm-hmm. doubt. Right? So I say that you get caught up, just as your question said, about how there are these individuals that have this, you know, they're, they're you know, like I used to teach you, my body's, body's, yeah. body, he come in and get the souls, and I'm like, look, man. And I love him. I, yeah. I love him like a, like a young brother, man. Yeah. And so, but I would, but, but you know, you, I can't do that with everybody. Right, 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 right. right, right. Yeah. So I said, look, man, we're going to have to, you're going to have to raise your game up. Yeah, yeah. Right? But with yeah. that being said, that's what he enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. That's what he liked. And I think that's really, really important uh, for people in your audience to hear is the fact that yep. in terms of not only the cigar round, but just your life as well. No doubt. Stay in your lane and run your race. Yep. Right? Yeah. Stay in your lane and run your I race. Adop- I, like to say I adopted this. Go ahead. Uh, I was say, I do like to say, like, when it comes to, like, like staying in your lane, like, there's no speed limit, yeah. right? And, there ain't, it, mm-hmm. and no accident. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no I, traffic in my lane. I adopted the saying, I like what I like. Like, when people yeah. would challenge me on smoking, like, infused cigars, it's like, look. I like what I like. That's what I, I got say. To like, to so when I say that, you can't challenge nothing after that. Nothing. <laughs> what are you going to say? Nothing. Like, hey, Cleveland, I'm, like, like, I'm going to take the ribbon, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm going to take the ribbon. Like, you got to know, because if you're insecure, you're like, okay, well, I'm just getting this because, oh, and then you're like, somebody says something, and you're like, oh, should I not smoke? This is like, no. now, now, so, this is, now I'm going to give you worse. And I, and I know you have a question, or maybe want to go another direction, but oh, I do want to make this point. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what happens to us mm-hmm. yeah I'm talking about the pigmentation yeah, yeah. Of what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah right yeah. this is what happens to us because I get that a lot and I get brothers coming in and they're like this is what they prefer right but due to what someone else says uh-huh. yeah. or another experience they had when they went to another cigar lounge or some sort they said man you should be smoking this exactly. right mm-hmm. yeah. you should be smoking this you should be you should be doing this you should be doing whatever mm-hmm. and because of that you put yourself in a position where I say, well, yeah, you know, that's a that's a good cigar and you should smoke it. And then after they smoke it, they have a terrible experience. Right. right exactly. So right. now they detour from smoking ever At again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's one. Yeah. And then two, they like that dude right there, big man in the back with the glasses <laughs> on, with the yeah. jacked up hair, <laughs> yeah. told me that yeah. I would like this and I should be smoking this. And so now they're not coming back to me. Right. Well, the other side, right? right? They 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 take that as being the palette of cigars and being like, well, this is a great one. This is automatically <laughs> right. a great one to everywhere they go with it, right? We have Absolutely. a tendency to like take what we take we take what we know and apply it to everything. So just things that I think about when like people like have that intimidation or trying to come into the uh, cigar lounge and have conversations because they have the conversation, they have the experience, right. right? They just may not have that 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 personal experience of how to go about smoking a cigar, what to do with it. This cigar etiquette in general. Be who yeah. you are, like what you like, mm-hmm. and fuck everybody else that got a problem with <laughs> so it. That's, work, so life. that's actually <laughs> a perfect segue to one of the things that Eugene wanted to uh, talk to you about. Mm-hmm. So, like you mentioned, you referred to yourself as an OG mm-hmm. a, a few minutes ago, right? And everything That's because is, y'all referred to me as an OG. Well, you yeah. Know, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I want to take that moment, too. <laughs> and, and right. We, and <laughs> we, do that, we do that because now we've gotten into the realm to where younger people are referring to us. Yeah, see. And so, I told you that would happen. Yeah, years ago so, so the question, and how you gonna handle it right yeah the question is how did you like how did you know that you had transitioned to that point like what did it feel like like did you recognize it or did, you, did it happen overnight and what is it like to be quote unquote the OG you know what that's a that's an excellent question and 
So I was having a conversation with my girl about the same thing, about an experience that I had mm-hmm. with somebody, and they referred to me as an as OG. I'm like, OG, <laughs> you know. And I said, whoa. <laughs> I said, wait a minute, right? Because it's, it's different mm-hmm. when it's amongst <laughs> adults like you like like mm-hmm. you guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, and you say, you know, you not that you calling me OG, mm-hmm. but the conversation. Yeah, it's it's like that, right? Right. Yeah. But when you have a younger person, like someone your son's age, for mm-hmm. example, or mm-hmm. maybe a tad bit older that's going right into their twenties, mm-hmm. and they be like, "Oh, what's up, OG?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> shit!" Right. And so that that is, um, <laughs> you know, that's a very interesting thing, yeah, man. man. I mean, you know, because the way I view it is this, and everybody has their 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 life. Mm-hmm. And in theory, everybody has a story of some sort. But, you know, there are times, man, I feel like I'm not even supposed to be here. Mm. You know? Why do you just, say that? Well, just, just do the things that have happened in the past. Is that do growing up some, in uh, L.A.? Yeah, you know, growing up in L.A. and, you know, some other, being other places, too, and being mm. in some close calls. And I'm mm. like, ooh, well, you know, that was a close, that was a close mm. one. Yeah. And, um, but I had a know. praying grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, so you touch on that. But, but, but I'm totally convinced of that. Yeah. Me too. You know, yeah. grandmother, grandparent, my mother, you know, and all that. So, so yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's really some form of a badge of honor for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, after getting over the fact, like, okay, listen, I'm, I am at the age where motherfuckers are calling me OG, right? And, and but the, the, the other side of it is, I feel like, well, the way that I have presented myself in that manner to, because it's a respect thing too. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. See, I, I give you enough respect to even call you OG because now it comes like, well, because you're going to be careful what you say to OG. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You're not going to come off disrespectful to OG. Mm-hmm. You're not going to talk crazy to OG. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're going to come across as a young man that's trying to get some knowledge yes. and be inspired based on yes. where you're from and what your experience has been. Mm-hmm. And I think that you show up in that way authentically anyway. You know, I think that even before being labeled that from anyone, I think that you already move yeah. in that way. You know, like seeing you in the shop and just the way you interact with, right. with the circle, like that's just how you show up. Yeah, OG going to make you respond differently too, right? Like the things that you say, like you, you're going to make sure that you're like candid with somebody. <laughs> but I feel like once you realize it, like, oh, like there's a level of respect of like experience and stuff like before I just like, Say something flippant, you know. I'm being. Let right. me give some gravity to what you're asking me or well, what I'm about to bestow upon you. You bring up a really good point in that because it comes with the um, this element of accountability, right? Mm-hmm. Because now I am viewed as this person of some sort, mm-hmm. and I gotta not necessarily come off different than normally what I would because it's really it's, it's really you. organic when it yeah. comes to me. Like sure. there's no effort in doing or being who I am. Yeah. But in terms of listen, you what you may say may be an inspiration, mm-hmm. right? Or may cause an individual to give another thought and go another direction. You gotta be very careful about the words that you choose when you're mm-hmm. talking to somebody that's impressionable. Your level of influence in the moment. has increased. <laughs> that's absolutely. But when you become the OG, that's, that's what point. I realize. Your level yeah. of influence has certainly increased. Like Because people are really listening yeah. to everything you say. That's the truth. To figure out, what do I do next? Like right. They may yeah. not ask the direct question of, no. what do I do, OG? Mm-hmm. But they're asking the roundabout ways to get an idea about, what would OG do? Right. Mm-hmm. right? They're seeking <laughs> the knowledge, right? Yeah, they're seeking yeah. the knowledge, as we all do. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I think it's interesting as you speak about like the transition to 
OG is like, I don't know. I can't c- compare it to historically. It's just what I, what I think it was historically. Like, there is that um, reverence, right, that you become OG. Like, I remember my dad used to say, you lucky, you old. You know what I'm saying? Somebody say something about me. Oh, you lucky to get old, right? Yeah. 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 And yeah. <laughs> For real. Right. You and should be happy you got old. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got that far, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I think yeah. older we, we used to have, the elder statesman, as you guys refer mm-hmm. to, the older, yeah. the older gentleman that knows the game, knows a little bit more, hips you to the game, mm-hmm. you know, kind of says whatever, like mm-hmm. to kind of keep you steered right as the interest that they have in your life, right? Is you know a lot of times, and I think that now we're like, oh gee, yeah. So I, 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 so I always get some guys moving my moving my when we move when I move houses, right? Uh-huh. And there's three guys come, two young guys, one mm-hmm. old guy, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The old older guy might have been just over fifty, fresh out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they calling him OG. He's like, man, y'all go ahead and start calling me OG, man. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like, man, you and they like, you is OG. <laughs> you is OG. Like, That's what like, you are. And like the funny thing is, when he like stop, you listen to him barking at him as they getting yeah. everything moving. He's like, this is why this you're OG. Why you're OG. <laughs> yeah. This Yo, is the why fact you that we're are moving like are. this for you and not being like, hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? We're scrap. We like, right? No, he just trying to get this shit done. He but that's that level of respect I was talking about. Accountability. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's another funny uh, story about Cleveland. <laughs> Again, I was in the shop, right? And I think you was there. So uh, Eugene was there. So a customer came in, right? As soon as he walked through the door, he was like, what up, big man? And then Cleveland, without even, didn't miss a beat, he was like, what up, little man? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the dude was like, I said, big man. He was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, me and this dude laughed so hard <laughs> off of that <laughs> show. <laughs> so, 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 you know what? It's so funny. <laughs> That's true, right? Because, because here's the thing with that. And sometimes we don't. I gotta say this. You know, we we don't see who we are in the presence of other people, mm-hmm. right? That's huge. And so, and so, I, I and I say this all the time because I'm like, because you know, I may go in a grocery store, or I may go into a. Uh, uh, Walmart, whatever it may be, and people just kind of, you know, they'll glance, yeah. not necessarily stare like I'm Sasquatch, but yeah. you know, they'll, st- you know, the game, you know, so, so you're not short. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, well, you know, like from from where I'm from, it's like, yeah. what are you yeah. looking at? Like, why are you yeah, looking yeah, at me yeah. like that? Like, what's wrong with you? You know. Yeah. And so with that, like, they don't mean anything by it. But what happens is, you run into this thing, realizing, like, you know. If if I encounter, if I walk past somebody that's about the same height, I'm like, dude, that's a big dude. Word. Right. Yeah. Got you. And so now I'm like, well, and then you walk up to me like, well, he ain't as big as I am. So now I'm looking like, yeah. That's a bigger than me. I'm not bigger. Yeah. So now I see why people may do that. But the thing is, I want to be called my name. Got you. Right. Right. And so mm-hmm. I don't want to be reckoned, which is nothing wrong. It's so all, yeah. again, having a conversation with my girl about this, the same deal about, I don't want to be called big man. Got you. I want to be called Cleveland. That's my yeah. man. I love yeah, that though. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, want to be called one. Cleveland because that's my name. Hey, yeah. what, what's what's the book? I was telling him about this book I read that yep. said that a, a person hearing their name is the sweetest thing on earth. Absolutely, it's the sweetest yeah. words they've ever heard is right. their own name. I, so mm-hmm. when you when you was call a person, person by was their that name, person a parent that said that? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, possibly. <laughs> so this was uh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> 
Oh man. Yeah, I, I mean, Daddy's the nickname, but good Jesus. Yeah, but, kid, but I, yeah, heard that, I heard you. <laughs> I heard you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That I forgot the name of the book, and man. But uh, it's, that's it's very I joke. It talks about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I joke with that, but and but it's funny. My grandma used to always tell me she was like, "You make sure people get your name right. That's uh, that's what you got. That's, that's your you name. Got. You get your name yeah. right, right? That's it. Yeah. So I had and I talked about it on the podcast. There was a scenario. My last name is Hazlip. Right, but if you see H A I Z L I P, people put every you know they, oh, they mess up they mess up Paul in email. I've seen him say Philip. Oh, I mean throughout <laughs> the years, and I'm like, I don't know what clicked in your head. Yeah, right. Okay, but had a situation where you know they call the child's name when you drop the child off, right, and you have to call them up to the front to go get a car ride. I go to get my daughter, and it's like they were like the lady was messing it up, mm-hmm. and she messed it up like ten times in a row. Mm-hmm. So my ex-wife calls and she's like, "Was well, lady not getting it right?" And so, you know, I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna go up there." I just, <laughs> I, but I know how to. I know there's a game. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a, a game, game right? Game. I'm going to the school, mm-hmm. but like you know, I got my sleeve. I let what you think of me take over, right? Mm-hmm. I got my tat out, I got my chain on, mm-hmm. but when you see me and I got the and I got the window rolled down, waiting for you to call the name next, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I can already see that you're like, because oh, okay. it was ten times and it had been corrected several times. And there's a piece of paper that you put up in the, to the window that yeah. says the it name, says the name had and pronunciation and everything. She was still doing it wrong. So let so let me ask you this because that's very interesting. Do you feel? Do you? So I don't. You probably don't think it was with intent, right? Mm-hmm. However, in this case, I felt like you felt like that may because be if the case. there's a correction, there was. I think we got to the point where it's three corrections of this person, mm-hmm. and they were also out with the principal on the field, and then you tell the principal, the principal was saying it wrong. It's yeah. it's really not that hard. But I'm gonna tell you how I approached it. Yeah, it probably just wasn't enough, important well, enough to. No, 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 no. It. it was approaching enough for me to go well, over there, right? But for them to fix it, though. exactly in their head, right? Right. I get it, and I say this all the time as a parent. Yeah, 375 kids. You ain't got to worry about. You got to worry about all these kids. All my job is as a parent is to let you know that there's one yeah. that you're gonna get this name. There's right. one that, that that's got got backup, so that's you know right. that it's. You at least know you got a teammate too. Yeah, for right? sure. That's so right. I know I'm a corporate guy. So I pull up, I roll yeah, down the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You're like, being all diplomatic. Yeah. In <laughs> right, she right. Says, <laughs> she says, Hazlip. She says, Hart. No, she said it wrong. She said Hoslip or something like that, right? Uh-huh. I said, Excuse me, Miss, whatever her name was at the time. I was like, mm-hmm. Can you come here for a second? She's like, mm, Okay. And I'm like, So. I hear when you say her name, you're saying it wrong, incorrectly. Right, right. Like, it's Hazlip. She was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. I was like, no, no, no. It's Hazlip. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because I work very hard for her to respect people. And in order for her to respect people, she has mm-hmm. to get their names right. You can understand me teaching her things like that. We should all embrace that, don't you think? Oh, you went real Oh, corporate. He, oh she was like. It, it went real corporate. With them... Sometimes yeah. you have to talk the language that you talk. She looked at me, and everything that came across came across, and she was like, Hazlip. Mm-hmm. And like two days later, but this is the real kicker. Two days later, it was like the second day my daughter had went back to getting picked up by her mom, and my right. daughter called me and said, Daddy, she said my name right. She said my mm-hmm. name right. I never did this about grandstanding about my name. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so my, my daughter knows right. dad got your back. Mm-hmm. And so that you know that it is important to be who you are. Because just as soon as she got there, her name is Sienna, you know, same last name, mm-hmm. it's, 
well, we want to call you this because your name should be this. Right. right. People want to call you things that's fortunate for. Like, that's let me call you what I want. That's for for convenient for them to express mm-hmm. how they feel about you, which is the or their very interpretation first of step you. of you crossing my. That's path. right. Hey, that's let right. me let me let me bring something to your that's attention, right. dog. Everything you just said, I think you might be at the you transitioning into the OG. Yeah, chapter probably. of your life. Everything you just <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I tell I you, right at the beginning. There's, there's, OG look, there's yeah, no right question about People that. People park in front of my in front of my house. I'm out the window. Let yeah. me just walk to the mailbox. I, just, I want you to know that you're there. Right. I just want you to know that you're there. Oh, I know. Okay. You, are, you are definitely headed into the OG round. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, y'all. We're happy to have you. These guys are my OGs. They don't like it. There's only like, you know what I'm saying, three to four years. Yeah, it's barely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're walking and talking before me, bro. Yeah, but, hey. you know, but when you straddle in that fence, you straddle in that fence. A lot happens right? in that so, four to five years, too. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, I want to, uh, you know, before we get totally off of that, right? Yeah. Um, so Coolio just passed recently. West Coast yes, legend. Yes, Legend yes. in hip-hop, but we're going specifically, mm-hmm. you know, uh, L.A., L.A. legend. That's right. Absolutely. Died at 59, right? Sure. So there's that. Other side of being the OG, you know, being like Paul said about his dad, like, you know, you want to grow up, you want to grow up to be old, you know, so I remember how shocking it was, I think Bernie Mac died at 55, you know, so there's a list here where it says since 2020, uh, and it's not a complete list, DMX died at 50, I seen that list, Biz Markie died at 57, Black Rob was 52, Shock G was 57, Prince Marquis D of the Fat Boys was 52, and the list goes on, the list goes on, you know, but, uh, just it's important that you know black men are still here mm-hmm. you know like uh bill russell died at 88, 88 years old right, but right. chadwick boseman died at 44 at thank 44. you thank you know you, what right. i mean like yep. and, and we're talking about prominent people that's right we need yes we need those old elders that have indeed yeah that have indeed been inspirations to even people older than them Mm-hmm. Um, that have allowed them to have some form of hope mm-hmm. and uh, and entertainment, even you know, as far as whether it's athletics, whether it's cinema, whatever the case may be, that we've been able to sit and just watch. But right. you know, there's a very interesting point um, in terms of the the list that you bring up because there has been some casualties mm-hmm. um, um, that we've that we've seen here recently, um, but there also have been people that have been carried on and been able to live mm-hmm. long, I don't want to say success, you know, successful in some prosperous sense. Prosperous in some prosperous sense. Prosperous yeah. in some sense, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that, you know, as we go on and we're trying to figure out exactly who we are as time mm-hmm. progresses, mm-hmm. it's really important to not take this what we have for granted. Absolutely. And it's really cliche, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because people always talk about don't, you know, live your life to the fullest. Right. You know, don't take any days for granted and, and, and any of those things. But being this quote unquote OG of some sort mm-hmm. has really put me in a position to where like, man, you should, you know, you should be for, you fortunate and you should really be blessed. You know, and it's always this thing where, you know, you think about how something happens and I'm like, man, this, it, it ain't going the way that I need to. Yeah. Or it ain't going, because this is what happened to me the other day. It ain't going the way that I expect. Mm-hmm. You know, just because th- th- there may be some form of disappointment mm-hmm. or something didn't happen that the way you want it to happen. Usually you in relationship, wanted it to happen. You wanted it to happen, but mm-hmm. usually in relationship to money. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, right? Most right? Because anything else, I'm like, mm, you know, mm-hmm. but usually in relationship to money. So then I pull off the freeway and I'm thinking about this as I'm driving because that's how I yeah, that's how I meditate is when I drive. Okay. Right? Enough to where I pass exits and pass the street where I'm going. Mm-hmm. That's just what I do. Yeah. But I'm on the freeway, then I get off the freeway, and then like you see, like all of us have seen, we see the people with the signs. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Hungry, please help. Hungry mm-hmm. for food. I saw something the other day that I have never seen was somebody had a cash app. Mm-hmm. Homeless had a cash app on the on the cardboard. Mm-hmm. I said, "Man, I ain't never even seen that." Before. Nah, I, I, I said, I, I, "You get a you get a you get an A for effort, homeboy." Yeah. Because you know, you, what you Jay know. say? You enterprising though. <laughs> you enterprising, <laughs> enterprising though. You enterprising, right? <laughs> but but I but I do. I think that it's it's really important to really understand the concept and the appreciation of existence. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. And being able to understand your purpose, yep, and trying to capture that, and really affect in a positive way, obviously, and really yep. affect those as many people as you possibly can. Bingo. So what I was thinking about while you were talking was you still being here, and like like black men in general, Absolutely. still being here. Like, Absolutely. how does that impact everyone else? Right. So like talking to you, for example, like I personally know that you have a large circle of -hmm. people who really care for you. Right. You know, so it's like, yo, not only are you to be here for you, but like we need you. And there's other people that you don't have no idea that you ever. There's a guy somewhere that's like, man, I went by that cigar and I go in there all the time. And and I mean, there's just like this. That's like they're they're not. (laughs) The opposite of what it, their hero arc, right? Instead of mm-hmm. really, like, there's like that was the thing that made me know there's good people in this world, man. It doesn't. Everybody's not shitty. Listen, and man. Somebody does that to me often, right? Yeah. You go <laughs> off about a certain amount of people, and you're like, these fucking assholes. This is that, right. and then somebody out of nowhere does something. You're like, okay, everybody's fine. Look, man. Right. Thank Look, God for that. Right. Person. We we had me and this guy. I introduced him to a doctor that I had years ago. Man, his name was Doctor Edwards. Doctor Jonathan Edwards. I mm. hope you end up listening to this because yes, the one you was looking for. Shout out to Doctor Edwards for being an inspiration. The one you was looking for. Yeah, me legend. Too? Yeah, remember I like we because then I had it happen to me. Yeah, and how we was upset and we shared the story of missing our greatest doctor ever. Listen, this dude yeah. was a godsend. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you, man. I, black man. A black, black man. man, brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yo, I met I met him in my twenties. And he was my doctor for like maybe 12 or 13 years, man. Wow. Like, and he would he would sit you down. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't have to ask him. He would just start talking to you. And they say, yo, come yeah. to my office. We, we can finish with, with talk. With, yeah, with, with, after, after you're doing what you're doing. Yo, come to the office and sit down for a second. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he sit down and just build with you. Yep. Yo, what you doing in your life? Or what's going on with you? And just, and just I mean, just sharing just information. Just talking. Yeah. Never in a rush. Never right. rushing you out. Mm-hmm. And then he'd send you on your way. And you'd be like, damn. Yeah. Like I needed that. I well, needed that. wellness is more right. than yes. just this, this damn uh, well, well, what mental. you this prescription. Yeah, he cared. He cared about yeah. you. He cared about it you, you for real. As a doctor, I can be honest. I think most of us have an anxiety when going to the doctor, specifically black men. I think black people in general. Yeah, should, just for, for everything and every purpose. Like, no, nah, I ain't going to the doctor. Fuck that, yeah. I ain't going. So to have a pleasurable experience is man. always like, man, you got man. I tell everybody come to see you. Listen, I was putting everybody on to him. So one day I call up there, like, yeah, I'm gonna call and make my appointment. It was like, oh yeah, he, he's not here anymore. I was like, oh well, can you tell me where he went? They was like, oh no, we don't, we don't know. 
Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, not, you know, we saw him a few, maybe a month before that, had a couple of drinks with him. He said right. he was dealing with some personal you of know, course, concerns. Because he and, got his uh, issues as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, you never think about that mm-hmm. side of it, though. Right. I, I mean, I remember him telling me about some of those situations, but I never thought it would get to the point to where he would just check out. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, we have never found him since. Like, right. he just got sometimes, missing. Sometimes it's too much for an yeah. for, for individual. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll share something, too. You know, when I first got into the shop and, you know, again, talking about this component of energy and what you let off, because what you're letting off is what you're getting back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the universe, yep. really and truly. Yep. Is what yep. you're letting yep. off is what you're getting back. Mm-hmm. So people would come in all the time and they would talk about, you know, just whether it's small talk, whether it's mm-hmm. their problems, whether it's issues. So I find I found myself listening to this on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and I would find out at the end of the day I would be drained, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I never could figure out why am I so tired? Mm-hmm. Why am I so tired leaving here to a point where like yeah I'm gonna go to another cigar lounge and hang mm-hmm. out, have a drink, have a cigar, and just kind of chilling on wine. I wasn't I wasn't even able to do it mm. because I was so exhausted. Mm-hmm. Right? And so with that I had to realize like okay, you are in place from where you are for a reason. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't believe in coincidences. I don't think things just happen. I I don't. Now whatever anybody else believes, kudos to you and right. you can believe that. Right. But I'm like you are in this place in this time in this moment for a reason. And it may not be because of you, it may be because of what you are inspiring with other people. Absolutely. So with that, and having that belief, I had to figure out a way to uh, get the endurance and the strength to be able to carry on and listen to all this Absolutely. as the days went on. But what ended up happening, again, giving giving back what you're putting out is brothers like Jeremiah started coming in. Yeah. Brothers like Eugene started coming in, mm-hmm. and some of the other brothers. It's like, oh, what well, was? Well, I said, yeah, me hanging in the back. It's a vibe, you know. It's coming chill, and now we have a congregation of brothers mm-hmm. that are there, and and they're and they're uplifting each other, mm-hmm. and you're able to bounce ideas and concepts mm-hmm. off each other, and of of all ages, yeah. right? Yeah. And 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 that was what was one of the things that was so fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, about a cigar, mm-hmm. it wasn't even the cigar. Yeah. It was about having this experience with old, yeah. young, yep. white, black, yep. Hispanic, whomever, mm-hmm. and you have all these cultures, and, 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 mm-hmm. and it was this one common thing yep. that was doing it. Mm-hmm. It was this, mm-hmm. right? So with that, I was able to realize, like, you know what? There are things mm-hmm. that exist out there that can bring us together, mm-hmm. and we can have some form of fellowship. The- Go ahead, go ahead, Paul. Yeah, because I was gonna segue into uh, another. Okay, so go ahead. So mm-hmm. I, I try to go through it briefly. I, I was just thinking, like, it came to my idea that like a cigar is a meeting place, right? Like, and <laughs> it might sound funny, but not even in its own in, in its own form. I'm not. I don't shy away from the fact that I smoke marijuana, right? Mm-hmm. So I had the, the pleasure and the blessing. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be able to take my dad to D.C. for an Eagles game uh, last week, last oh, weekend. By the mm-hmm. way, they're undefeated, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad is has not flown in 40 years. Mm-hmm. He's not left Greensboro or Charlotte, basically where you could drive probably in 30 years. 
he has not. So he hasn't been on a plane. And when he did that, that was when he like basically went to the military, mm. right? So he oh, never like wow. flew commercially, right? Wow. Then he's had been a decent since he was like twelve, and he had never been to an NFL game. I didn't know he had never been because he used to work at the Coliseum in Greensboro. I thought he's like, no, I never, I've never been. To, I'm like, you're an Eagles fan. You never been to a game? He's like, nah. And his birthday was the fifteenth, and this is like the sixteenth we're having this conversation. And I was like, your birthday today, right? He's like, my birthday is yesterday, Paul. And I'm like. Damn, I missed your birthday? He's like, yeah. I was like, damn, my bad, Dad. So we just sitting there talking to my brothers. <laughs> we sitting there talking to my brothers. Right. Living room, I'm like, damn, I missed that birthday. I, I'm fucked up, man. Right, like, right. Yeah. So you start feeling bad about yourself. So I, yeah, and I also realized, like, through the years, like, I always make sure mom's birthday is straight. But, like, dad's is always gets looked Overlooked, over. Overlooked, man. Even though dad is typically, <laughs> it, it's a very important thing about this story, is that my mom is like what I would consider the intellectual, but mm. my dad has wisdom that he gains from places that when he hits you with it, like you'd be like, "Damn, where did you get that from?" Like, <laughs> I, I didn't know you. I didn't even know you had that in you. Where did you get that from? You amused for the lot, like right, 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 right. And so, right, we, that's that's cool. Mm. Yo, so I, you know, I get him up here, and I'm just we. It's funny that there's this bench in DC that I will always remember. That like every day we get out the hotel, we go smoke a little L, you know what I'm saying? Smoke right. And we would have conversations. And I had conversations this past weekend with my dad. I think there were some things that I've been waiting to heal from that mm-hmm. like I wouldn't take from him anywhere else. Right. Like, like he had a cane with it. I'd be like, man, go you don't want to hear the OG. Because your OG ain't got no sense. You don't, right, you don't know right, what you're talking right. about. Mm-hmm. And then you listen, and I'm like, I mean, even towards like, to be vulnerable, like just like, even conversations about him and younger like like it had intimacy issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? My dad would never my dad is military, fresh out of high school, military, rest of the life in Greensboro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like faithful, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I say faithful, I mean like the everyday guy that you know from your city, right? right. He worked at the post office 30 years, you're military 15, you know, that type of stuff, right? right? So you the thing what he's giving me, I'm like, you would never give me this. Yeah. And I'm having this conversation, I'm like, Damn, really? And I was primed from it from another OG conversation with mm-hmm. my guy. An OG conversation where I had to have a five-hour drive and was in a car with him. I say that to say, real quick, um, you never know who your OG is. Right. We assume it to be a certain person. We assume it to look a certain way. They are... It comes in disguise. There's an older white lady, yeah. this older white guy that I've like just traveled with over the last year and working, and I'm like, they are OGs. Whether right. they, like Regardless of... You know, all the other stuff, they're OGs. We should fight to not be reluctant to be OGs. We should actually want to reverence the OGs. Absolutely. And of course, they always, every OGs guest, you also want more of the youth to also be open to hear it because there's going to come that day. Mm -hmm. We see the stuff that they plant, what I realize is trees. Right, yeah. they plant it, and you don't know that you need it till 20 years later, and the tree is there, and you're like, 20 years later? Because that's the that's that's the luxury of having an OG, and everybody yeah. don't get those. And I think we need those. And I just wanted to shout out my pops for that because afterwards, shout out to pops. He yeah. was like, they was like, you gonna he gonna cry? I was like, no, he ain't gonna cry with me. Mm-hmm. Right, me the next right, day. Right, like, right. Hey man, I just want to tell you, man. I, just, right. I already knew what it was coming. Next right. six days. Hey man, I just want to tell you, man. Hey man, that was all right what you did, right? There, man. <laughs> that was really all right. And mm-hmm. like in black man speak. He is balling his yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, I love you for yeah, taking you know the time to do that. Yeah. But you know, that also ties into where you are as well, right? And being able to accept that. Mm-hmm. And not only be able to accept that, but being able to comprehend 
and being able to Comprehend read, history. you know, and being able to read in essence between the lines of of what those messages may be, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know, all of us have mm -hmm. have these people in our lives, especially when we're younger, and we and we get these. You know these these words of wisdom of some sorts or these hints and, and they go over our heads. But then as time progresses, we like ah, yep. You know them grandma sayings that they yep. hit you with, yep. and you're mm -hmm. like, damn, I mean, that's that's what she was talking yep. about. Mm -hmm. That's what he was talking about. So, you know, shouts out again as I mentioned right. before. Shouts out to the progression. So I wanted to ask you, Cleveland. Uh, so mm -hmm. you said you've been smoking sticks since like the '90s, right? Yeah. How long have you been like in the actual industry? Um, now that. Probably has taken place really since probably the last ten years or so. Ten years, okay. Yeah. So, one of the things that I wanted to kind of talk to you about, um, there's a air of anti-blackness, right? Yeah. That's kind of loud. Okay. So, you have, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure y'all have seen the Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been casted as yeah. a young black woman. Was her name Haley? Haley. Haley yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's her other little sister, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's there's two of them, but right. yeah, mm -hmm. Chloe's mm -hmm. other Chloe, one. Chloe, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think, you, yeah, right. I don't, I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> right. I don't so. think if you mentioned it, but it's also in House of Dragons. Uh, they were recently yep. talking. That's they too. were, yep. they were talking they were. about that, yep. right? Mm -hmm. So then you have, you know, you have Kanye and his antics with the all white, you know, well, White Lives Matter, white lives which matter is, shirts, yeah. you know, a, a whole different topic. But for you in particular, like safe spaces. Right. You've mm. you you curated a safe space at the shop. Right. Right. So with the whole anti blackness thing, though, like I've heard some stories, some utterings of like the cigar industry being predominantly white. Yes. And and essentially yes. like uh like black people were are still fighting yes. for placement and you know legitimacy. Uh, have you had experience with that or has it been very much so. Okay. Mm. Very much so, yeah. And I'll touch on it here a bit. You know, there is um, this whole community outside of what we have, you know, in terms of, of, of minorities. Mm -hmm. I, well, I'm, I'm going to use my words very carefully because in theory we are majorities, but mm -hmm. I'm going yeah. to put that to the side mm -hmm. okay. based on what we're discussing. As minorities, we um, don't have these same opportunities, just like in most things, in most mm -hmm. corporate America and, and, and all these other facets, um, the cigar industry is predominantly what it is. Mm -hmm. And um, they are very careful about who's accepted and who's not. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what you run into um, from a corporate standpoint, because keep in mind that the majority of tobacco comes from Central and South America. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? But you also have to keep in mind, too, right, mm -hmm. <laughs> who's growing that tobacco, who's rolling that tobacco, mm -hmm. and then who's profiting the most mm -hmm. from that tobacco, mm -hmm. right? And it's not us. It's yeah. not us. At all. Yeah. It's us working the fields, mm -hmm. right? Right. So I'm, I don't, don't want to get too right. deep into it, but maybe in essence we should for the listeners. But yeah. you know, just, hey just man, like, speak freely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, free, what yeah. we're talking about, we're talking about like picking cotton. Yeah, we're talking about you know some. I, I don't want to use in some some form of slavery. I don't. You know that may be a strong term. Cheap labor, though. But it's cheap labor. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Basically. Right. So you go and you go pick this tobacco, and you go and you roll it. And you go and you grow it, but then yet we're gonna go to 
my father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm calling names out. Mm-hmm. Right, we're gonna go to Patron. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna go to General Cigars, who owns a, a series of other cigars as well. Mm-hmm. Right, you go to Gurkha, which everybody knows what mm-hmm. takes place with Gurkha cigars as well. Yeah. Right, about the about the racial slurs and all right. those things. I'm yeah, not familiar. With yeah, that. yeah. I was gonna say elaborate. Okay, on well, just a second, just a little bit. Well, just a snippet of it. You know, there was. Just like um, you know, you're talking about how how Tommy Hilfiger, and uh, and it was another one. I'm, I'm a Tommy Hilfiger. Crystal. 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 Yeah. yeah. You know, it wasn't designed for black people for you to be smoking or drinking. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't hear yeah. that. So there's a big uproar because a lot of black people, like black cigar smokers, actually like Gurkha as a brand. Mm. And and it has a lot to do with, as I the mentioned speed. before. Well, the prestige part of it as well, but just based on even oh. preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's dark. Yeah. Um, the tobacco is rich. Mm. It's a strong cigar, right? The, the tobacco burns fairly slow. Mm-hmm. There's all these facets of it that we like, mm-hmm. and we were smoking those. The ghosts, yeah. right? It's a very strong, powerful cigar that Gurkha that Merkha, the Gurkha makes as well. So with that, they touched on that. Like you know, he like Gurkha's like, listen. You know, thank you for whatever that, but we ain't making for you. We ain't make for you, Paul. Mm. Wow, Eugene, we don't want you really smoking it, Elijah. We, you know, thank you for doing mm. so, but they, it ain't really designed for you. Wow. Probably so what Gucci like would have said before they found out there was more money to be had by putting Gucci in Gucci, <laughs> right? Because they fired, they sued Gucci originally, yeah, yeah. Mm. and now. I mean, I think it was like a couple years ago. He was like the poster boy. For oh like no, they, he ever, is. I he's mean, still he's doing it. He's still, of course, he's by still them heavily. Yeah. Right. Because once you find out how far that black dollar will go, mm-hmm. you 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 know you you, you walking you hop, all that back. Yeah, well, you, you walking all that back. Yeah, you you hopping on that train too. You trying mm-hmm. to ride it out as well. But with that being said, you know, I I, I think that um, it still is a battle, just as everything else. Right. But you know, my my thing had always been to cultivate those that I encounter on a daily basis when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. The Jeremiah's, the Eugene's, the Paul's, mm-hmm. the Steve's, the Jean's, the mm-hmm. uh, whomever mm-hmm. it may be, mm-hmm. right? The Keeps, whoever it may be, whoever. Mm-hmm. I shout, get, out shout out to all of them. Shout out to all of them. All my boys, shout out to yeah. them all, yeah. right? I didn't name you all, but you know who you are. Yeah. But with that being said, those are the ones that, because you encounter with on a daily basis mm-hmm. or on a consistent basis, maybe not even daily, those, those are your point of emphasis. Right. And that's what you're concerned about and that's what you worry about. Um, and even having a, a, a deeply embedded love for even, right. you know, even as a brother, you mm-hmm. know, uh, as a comrade of some sort. But um, it certainly exists mm-hmm. as far as that's concerned because... You know, just in that field, the, the same opportunities aren't given in terms of ownership, right. in terms of distribution, yeah. in terms of franchising. Yeah. It, we still have struggles with that. Th- that stuff definitely matters. Have you ever, like, gone to a lounge and then had felt like those eyes were on you? Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. 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 <coughs> I think that's back to our conversation. Well, I don't know. We talked about it at some point this evening. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's the interesting part of cigars, right? If I say that a cigar is a meeting place, a lot of times like what it has come out for us, like you just mentioned, is a meeting place for like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. When you realize that you're actually smoking cigars and there is a hundred and hundred year old like process and how this is industry 
tight in this industry in different countries. You also have to think about the reason that people, because people often ask, well, why you just smoke it if it's just that? There's, and you hear character, and you're like, what does that mean? It's smoke. And it's like, every cigar and cigar family and cigar house mm-hmm. has a history, just like Game of Thrones or whatever the case may mm-hmm. have you. Yeah. It wasn't until recently I was watching the um, food, the food documentary. It was a black fat food documentary on Netflix, and he spoke about the uh, the rice company down in South Carolina. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yellow, I never yellow really rice. Yeah. Thought about mm-hmm. the golden like rice company. The yeah. history. Mm-hmm. And so as this guy's talking, I'm basically like, "Yeah, you cool with us coming and having this conversation?" But the reason why all these black people work here now and you're the one having this conversation is because y'all was slave owners, and, and when you think about it being a commodity, right much the way I think it's tobacco in some states yeah. at different times, right. right? Yeah. Is it comes back to that capitalistic mentality. Mm-hmm. So you had to cut back costs. Back to capitalist mentality. You yeah, had to cut costs. Yeah. That's right. That's and right. And so if that's the case, there's been bloodshed over the cigars that have been smoked in certain situations, mm-hmm. have or have not. But yeah. I, I, I digress, but really just to think about like when people ask that question, it's like every time you pick up a glass of wine, it may be like, like that. And mm-hmm. every time you pick up a cigar, it's the exact same way. It's a conversation that takes you down a lineage of conversations yeah. had much, much before you. And then those people that you may see in certain areas yeah. may look those eyes mm-hmm. on you, mm-hmm. yeah. they might be feeling like this. It's an expensive habit, yeah. you know, as they say. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. they feel like if you aren't on that upper echelon, what are yeah. you doing? What are you doing here? But yeah. you know, Until you actually talk cigars with them, and then all of a sudden they're it, like, it's, wow. It, changes another, it goes in another <laughs> direction. But we, even with that being said, you know, there are... There are cigars, in essence, that, you know, and I, and I use this term very loosely, inexpensive, uh-huh. um, as opposed to those that people may consider that are expensive, that are just as good, mm-hmm. right? The inexpensive ones right. can potentially be just as good as the expensive ones. Right. Now, you, it's just like anything. You you know, the, the more that it may be, you're still paying, you know, it's quality. Yeah, right. for sure. It's quality. Like the Padron, Padron's quality is exceptional. It's freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Now, where is that stick from? Like, where is it? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Dominican stick. Okay. Mm-hmm, basically, okay. the tobacco in it, the binder, the okay. filler, even the wrappers. It's Dominican. All Dominican, okay. It's all Dominican, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. But with that, you still have other cigars mm-hmm. that may have another blend of some sort. Example being Rocky Patel. Right. You know, Rocky Patel is kind of. This is an analogy I'm, I'm going to give, right? Because I'm, I'm a sports guy, and you guys can relate to this. this it's, just, it's just like the Hornets play in the spectrum, mm-hmm. all right? So nobody, there's no other pro teams that play in the spectrum outside of the Hornets, right? right. So Rocky Patel was like a person that has his own arena. And anybody that comes in that wants to lease, you know, they want to come in and play, they, they, they want to come and play a game or two, he'll let them come in and play. Mm-hmm. Right? So everybody kind of got their hands in the gym, and, and, and everybody's kind of has been in there. They've been in the locker rooms. They've been intertwined into the findings of the making of what that gym stands for. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's the same thing in Rocky. Rocky has other blenders that come from other uh, places. And, and so that's why sometimes people talk you. about the the consistency of it, you know, when you first get it. They're like, oh, this is a good stick. Oh, this mm-hmm. is great. And then about six to eight months, you start seeing it shift. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because the blender shift. Yeah, different blenders come in. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, as opposed to gotcha. an A.J. Hernandez or something along with the yeah. consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what Padron has. That's what Davidoff has. That's mm-hmm. what my father has. Mm-hmm. Right? All, all those. Even, even um, you know, talk about Avo. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Avo uh, has that, which is a spinoff of Davidoff. It's the same thing. Okay. Oliva's, same deal. Yeah. So the consistency in those, you're going to get the same thing as you start to consistently smoke those. So with that being said, I, I do believe that you have to keep in mind that there are other people that sometimes have their hand in your stuff that you may not be familiar with or know, mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure out why is this different? Well, that's yeah. the reason why. Okay. But 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 yet, there are some inexpensive cigars that are just as good. Yeah. There are. So we're uh, almost at the end of the episode, or okay. at the end of the hour, but I wanted to see if you can uh, talk us through what you brought us yes. tonight. Yes, I can, I can certainly do that. Um, with that being said, first and foremost, they are, um, I think it's really important to come and bless y'all. Right? Thank you. We appreciate it. And, and so so that's, I guess that's from the, the OG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how I am? Yeah, yeah. You don't eat when you get there. Right? So you don't come to nobody's house without nothing, but you know, I'm thinking these are my brothers, so that's kind of along those lines. But um, it's the Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. It's the number four. It's a torpedo. Okay. okay. It's a Cuban cigar, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All that. It has a um, the Sumatra Obano wrapper on okay. it, but it's Cuban tobacco. Okay. Right? So the thing about the Cuban tobacco, it has what makes it a little bit different than what people talk about is the fact that it has that it's the soil in Cuba is naturally has the lithium in it, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to scientifically generating it. Now, in theory, mm-hmm. it's the same thing, right? Because mm-hmm. if you can generate something, it's 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 like cloning. Yeah, right. yeah, right. 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 But they right. like Versus with water. Organic, they yeah. don't like how they do reverse osmosis with water. Right. right. Like, it's still water. It's, yeah, but they did a different but process it did a different, on right. this it's a different one. Different process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's water. It's still <laughs> hydrogen and oxygen, right? I mean, it's, just, it's still the same thing <laughs> yeah. at, the, at the at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah for right. Sure. So with that being said, that is going to be a very smooth stick. Mm-hmm. It's a medium range cigar. Okay. Um, as you get to the quarter of it, it smokes phenomenal. Has okay. a very cream type taste to it. Okay. You guys are gonna love it. Yeah. Um, the other one is the Habano here. Um, Partagas, how you yeah. say it? That that is those. going. There's a Churchill size. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be a little bit stronger mm-hmm. um, in the flavor, mm-hmm. but yet it's still kind of rich. Mm-hmm. Um, goes exceptional with something that's. Uh, a bourbon of some sort, a whiskey okay. of some sort. Okay. I know you guys are, you know, you, you drink yeah. wine, you're wine drinkers. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever the case may be, one of the things that you really aren't going to, if you're smoking those on a regular basis, I have boxes of them. <laughs> so I kind of smoke them on a regular basis. Um, but I will say that the consistency in them uh-huh. is all the same. Okay. So is this one considered um, strength-wise medium plus? The, both of those are going to be in the medium medium plus range, okay. um, but you're going to taste, especially in the Monte Cristo, the okay. number four, that Monte Cristo, you're going to taste that flavor in it. Okay. It's going to be very rich. All right. We're going to light up a fire. I'm going to have this tonight. Yeah, yeah. we're going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I ask a question? It's yes, a rookie sir. question. I don't mind being the Go one ahead, man. answer the rookie question. Is yeah, because you normally, you, you just stop dumping your cigars out. Don't say that. I didn't stop <laughs> doing that. Oh, don't, my bad. Okay, okay. Don't say I mean, you, you bust down the Perdomo. <laughs> oh, you bust down the 
Monroe. And you put the stickiest of the icky. Now, Paul, do not be busting down Perdomo. Stick, stick, to your, stick to your Phillies and White House. Stick to your Phillies and your White House <laughs> and, your, and your damn game. I'm going to tell game. you, I'm gonna tell you why I said that. I even said that. I used to wonder, like, like, I was fussing with my brother. We went to, I went to his house not long ago, and he was smoking the backwood cigars. Uh-huh. Like, and I'm like, y'all just do this for rappers. You got to. Because this is like smoking a tree leaf. Like, it literally <coughs> the same thing that you're probably looking for in the pepper. Oh, oh, I'm absolutely. like, yo. I'd rather be smooth, calm, cool, collected. So no, I'm not busting down the Perdomo. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> but well, if, I'm about, if, if, but if I'm about I, to jump on you and, they, Jimmy, yeah. and Jimmy Fly snooping you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, may yeah. not know who you that know, is. Look, oh, I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> if they, look, look. If they, I'm going to tell you like this. I take advantage of the opportunity. If they, if, if, I, if I win a million dollars or something like that, I might be smoking then a Perdomo do bust down. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record. Just now, I didn't mean to cut you. You had a question of some sort. And, um, uh, no. Uh, I forget lightly what it was. Okay. Actually. So oh, I do remember. Go ahead. How to is there an actual way or is there not a way to revive cigars? Great That's question. A really good question. And and, and I, I want you to touch on. I gave you a bunch of them to do that. With. Yes. Remember that? Oh, and I bring them to life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bring them to so life. So Cleveland, that um one of the questions that I have on here to ask you too is humidor tips. So that yeah. coincides perfectly. It right it it. It's, yeah. it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Now, so I'm going to kind of start from the beginning of that. Now, you know, prior to the the, the Beveda packs that now exist, mm-hmm. I personally think those are the best things since sliced bread mm-hmm. as far as humidifying your uh, humidors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they used to have the sponge with the distilled water. Mm-hmm. Um, now, those Beveda packs, after you put them in, they balance out the pH level. They get the temperature right where it needs to be. It's the best thing that you can do, mm-hmm. right? Now, in theory, what you want to do is try to keep it between 68 and 72 degrees, mm-hmm. right? Now, anything lower or a little bit higher would obviously f- affect the moisture. Mm-hmm. And in some sense, after a period of time, can even affect the flavor, mm-hmm. right? So you want to try to keep it between 68 and 72. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that, that will cause that to lower or to rise? Mm-hmm. One, if keeping a, you know, I've had customers and they come in and they keep their humidors in a garage. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You think about how many times you walked in your garage and how hot it is, right? Mm-hmm. So other thing is keeping it upstairs. Mm-hmm. Heat rises, mm-hmm. right? So that heat is, is risen and the moisture in that cigar, you're going to start to lose it. Now, I have a loft in my home, mm-hmm. and that's where I keep but I keep the loft very cool, mm-hmm. right? And I keep a lot of Beveda packs in there mm-hmm. to where I'm able to switch it out, and, and, and that works. So you gotta monitor it. Do you revive like your uh, Beveda packs? Um, no. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Do you feel? Do you feel like that's not good to do? Um, I I don't think that it's not good to do. I just personally don't do it. Okay. Um, because what does take effect is if you're trying to revive a Beveda pack, the pH level in that Beveda pack starts to go down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So, so once it's worn out, to just let it wear out. Mm-hmm. And because that's when you can get the maximum flavor from your cigars, okay. right? So 68 to 72, try to keep it in a room, in a room temperature area that's pretty relatively, that stays comfortable. Okay. Um, the other thing is if you're in a position where you have an everyday humidor, mm-hmm. um, you know, try to keep it closed as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Because the, the more it's closed, the more flavor you're going to have in it. With the Beveda packs, is there a percentage that you recommend over? So that's the next thing I was going to get to. Okay. 
will be a good starter for a humidor. Okay. You have to start it as there. Um, now, the 72s is going to be keep you right at the level, mm-hmm. right? And the 69 is something, in essence, when getting back to what you did, mm-hmm. as far as giving me some cigars, is you're trying to revive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. So you're the trying 69 to revive the cigars. for the Vivated Pack is what you're trying to do if you're trying. That's what you want to use if you're trying to If revive. you're trying to kind of get them back. The other part of it, now, if you have a humidor, too, and you have an example, a 25 to 35, 45 count, humidor mm-hmm. and you got 10 or 15 in there it's going to be very challenging to bring those back because you're not maximizing the space in a humidor the humidor is designed to make their cigars fresh and moist mm-hmm. for the count that you're supposed to have in there. so you and Keith taught me that I didn't know that for for years and I, I taught that Keith either, yeah. for the record so we're going <laughs> we're going to go and say that so yeah like Keith I taught you if you listen <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> you had what now? So it's like an oven, like it convects differently. It's yeah, absolutely. So I that. suggest to anybody that if you're gonna, you know, have a smaller humidor and then really just pack it in, even if you got a ten count humidor and you can slam in fourteen in there, yeah, mm. so right. Your humidor should fit what what you smoke. Typically. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Keep that stocked. I got a three hundred and fifty well. humidor. I got a 200 count humidor. Oh. I got a 25 count humidor. And I, I, and I, and I yeah. say all that. I, I say all that because the bigger ones I don't open except special occasions. Yeah. This right. is a special occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. know? So, yeah. So, I got a question that I actually didn't plan to ask. Okay. How do you feel about electric humidors? <sighs> now, obviously, there'll be different views and opinions about this. I personally like things that I can control. Okay. Right? Yeah. I can control my humidor if it's he laughs, Paul laughs. But <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but I can control it if I got, you know, if, if it's not I can how much water's in there, how much vetas in there, yeah. how many cigars in there. The electric, you know, electric is not it, it can be hit or miss. Yeah. It can be. I've not seen, to say that it doesn't work. I've seen sticks come out with growth on them. Yeah. You think maybe you know, it's the more expensive ones are better? Do you think that that's the case with electric? I don't know. That's that's So initially, you know, Eugene and I talked about this. Initially, I thought that the electric humidors work like like an AC unit. Yeah. Like you set the thermostat. Yeah. And, it would, and it finds the best. It stays at that yeah. temperature. Yeah. But it doesn't. No, that's it not the case. It. You got to find it yourself. But you know what? That's a total. But you bring up a really good point because that's a total misconception. Yeah. Right. And it, and that's not what it does at mm. all. In fact, <clears throat> it just continues to <clears throat> excuse me. It continues to rise, mm. right? Right, and especially if you don't have if you have a certain count of cigars that are supposed to be in the humidor, and you don't have enough. Yeah. So now you run should into a double edged like, sword. I don't know. I I like have, you, have, you have a twenty count. You have a twenty count humidor. And you have eight cigars in there, yeah. and then now you have an electric humidor. It's it's not going to work. Wow. <clears throat> it's not going to be effective. Yeah, yeah that's effective. that's a great point. It's like a not going to be effective. I need, uneven. Not effective. I like stuff I can control. I you know, that. I can't control it in the plug. I can't control it. Yeah. The only reason I laughed is because immediately when you said that, like I'm a roulette guy, and people ask like, why you don't play digital roulette? I'm like. I, not that I can control, <laughs> right. not that I can control the guy spinning it. But you know right. they can, they can, they like, can man, control. Man, my money yeah. goes way too fast. I don't trust it. I yeah. just right. don't yeah. trust that right. electric. That's a good analogy. Like, yeah. That's a good yeah. analogy. Yeah. So Absolutely. Cleveland, one of the, uh, the the way that we close out the episodes, mm-hmm. we always uh, ask a question and we go around in a circle. Like, if you could smoke with anyone, you know, uh, alive or not alive, mm. have a session with anyone, who would it be and why? Wow. That's that's. Ooh. 
but it's a it's a, it's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have to say, and I'm, you know, I would say Farrakhan for me. Okay. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And here and here's the reason. You know, people are like, well, you're Muslim, and even if I was, then that would be my business. But mm-hmm. that is that's not why. Mm-hmm. I I think that his obsession with helping minorities, helping black people in particular, mm-hmm. and being embraced in the struggle for such a long period of time would just be a fascinating conversation. Mm. And to be able to have understanding of where he's from and the culture that ties along with it and what my beliefs are as well, mm-hmm. to be intertwined in that, to have a session with that, I think that would be that's that would be a, a conversation that I think would last for hours because I would have tons of questions. Okay. And I know that he would be able to answer them all, at least try to answer them all. Mm-hmm. And I would be completely intrigued by it. So I could tell that would be, be a beautiful conversation. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I would what say about that. you, P? Um, did, did you see the Gordon Parks documentary? I did by not. By chance. It's on Netflix. You should check it out. Gordon Parks. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they talk about the, the, the time in which basically, like, a lot of the iconic photos that we have from Malcolm X and during that time, that crucial time, um, are from Gordon Parks, and it's because he had basically had to go to the Nation of Islam and ask for permission to take photos, and mm. they were like, I believe he said, uh, he's like, you can take the pictures if I like them. Mm. He's like, if I like them, great. You can be our photographer. If mm. I don't like them, I'll come to see you. Mm. Right? And it was like, like in so yeah. many words, and then like all those, so like when, like, um, when Malcolm X like looking out the blinds like with the with the, with shot, the AK yeah, yeah. that yeah. his he took that shot. he took yeah. that and they, they they like let him in and it, really he, I feel like you would really really like it so check yeah, it out yeah 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 no I definitely would absolutely um, and to an extent exactly who I'm gonna say I would also um, not Gordon Parks but my father we smoked but I would say my father mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes with our um, closer relatives, our own OGs. We always look for somebody else's mm-hmm, OG mm-hmm. sometimes, looking for another one. Sometimes we have to discard um, our certain feelings towards the carrier at certain times mm-hmm. to get the message. Mm-hmm. And I think that right. when you like let all that BS and your judgment and all the stuff go out, and you're just two human souls having a conversation, um, specifically an OG conversation, there's wisdom bestowed from one to the other, but you've got to be wise enough to be able to receive it. Um, and they're older and they've experienced, so they are wise. You just got to know where to pick up, right? Uh, but I would say my father for those reasons because I think that a lot of times we they pass on and people move on. It wasn't until I really realized that my pop was like 65. And I'm like, he's a 65-year-old black man. Damn, he got, he like, got Medicare. Well, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, not to put nothing on you, but we need to do everything now, bro. Like, what's yeah, good? Yeah. I didn't, he's like, a Medicare recipient, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I did see something, and I, I would say this to, to all of you, a meme that said, Look for your father, your, your grandma, your auntie, like those getting up there, and sit down and have a conversation and restore those conversation and ask them about times in life and what they make them tell you about like things that they went through. You mm-hmm. know, however you feel about it, you, right, you got to go right. through that. But take that for what it is, because one day you won't be able to have that, you able to and have you'll it. look back and that'll and be part like, of it. you be like, dang, I wish I would have had it. And absolutely. it'll be part of the yeah. legacy of you. Yeah, so. absolutely. Nah, that's, that's dope. That's dope. Um, absolutely. I actually have two people as well. I, I like w- what you did there, but I have two people as well. So first would be Dale Carnegie. He's a, the guy I mentioned earlier who wrote the book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. He he made the, the quote about 
the sound of a person's name is the sweetest sound in any language. Yeah, is how he said yeah, it. that's right. Uh, so that book, uh, you know, I, I told mm-hmm. you I read that book a few years ago, and uh, the idea was to learn how, how to be more personable and build more relationships is really what he was discussing in that book. And I want to kind of, I would want to pick his brain mm-hmm. as to what led him to even writing it and how right. he got inspired to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. So him, and then number two would be Dr. Edwards, the guy I mentioned yeah, earlier. Yeah, mentioned um, earlier, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was into cigars. He seemed like he would have been, like the type of guy he was. He was into whiskey and things like that. Like he seemed like he would have been into cigars. I never had that. Conversation I know he smoked squares. He definitely smoked squares. We seen him smoke some squares. I know he sure. smoked squares. Yeah, we know that for sure. But yeah. uh, probably Newports too. Yes, huh? absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of those things that have a hold on our community. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. But uh, Paul, he probably smoked the the, 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 hey, the hundreds, <laughs> the long <ones>. Cadillacs. <laughs> Look, back in my NCCU days, if I was drunk enough, hey man, what you yeah. smoking? Let me get that. Let me I don't get care what it is. Whatever it don't matter. Yeah, menthol, you, you, yeah. you press it and, okay, give it here. You press it. Yeah, yeah man. Back in the day. That's but yeah, I had to let so, that stuff go. Yeah, so Doc, right. nah, Doc, man, like he had a, he had a major a great choice. influence on my life, man. Over mm-hmm. the years, when I think back about it, I was like, this dude really. He really affected you. Yeah, he really affected me, man, for yeah. sure. And uh, But shouts out to Doc. Shouts out to Doc, man. Wherever he is, wherever you are now, hope the universe is treating you well. Absolutely. And hopefully he'll he'll the universe will bring us all together yeah, where we can man. actually share that stick for sure. Days, yeah, for sure. Y'all have uh, great answers. I'm gonna go. Uh, I, I had something less, you know, deep uh, <laughs> this my, time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this go round right? for a good reason though. Like I would love to uh, like light up and uh, have LeBron in Savannah mm. there. Mm. Um, and the reason why is I feel like uh, like. Black love. I knew where he was going. It just be fucked up. You know, so. Yes, indeed. You know, the fact that, like, I don't like reality TV at all, right? But, like, if they did a show on their family, I would be interested. I would at least watch a couple Mm -hmm. episodes out of curiosity. I'd watch it. But the same reason why you don't watch is why I wouldn't want them to do it. Because you like their genuineness. Yeah. You like how genuine they are. Yeah. So it's like, you know. Well, some of the other facets of who they are may be exposed. And right, right. That could it be. Becomes, That's true. That's yeah. true. But, but you, you should know. be cultivated by wanting to see that, though. You know? Yeah. But yeah, it's like, you know, you got um, right now, they've been together. So they've been together since they were teenagers, mm-hmm. right? They're married. Um, LeBron's, like, he's a pillar of, like, strength mm-hmm. in, in some circles. You know, she's become, like, a pinnacle of beauty, like, as a wife. As a mother, she's like she, man. she, yeah, like yeah. she's very beautiful. Sure. I think that whole thing is dope. It's dope, right? Yeah. It's so, so dope. I feel like you know we see so many negative images. Like you see these celebrities get together and like they be wilding the fuck yeah. out. Mm-hmm. You know, Instagram model and dude is throwing money in the strip club yeah. and shit, and they got this understanding that they say. But LeBron and Savannah actually look like a family though, like mm-hmm. a like a healthy, balanced family. So it would be dope to just kind of like sit and talk with them and listen to how they how they balance it all. Yeah, yeah, that's because dope. because that that actually is what it looks like. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. As opposed to uh, you know you talk about the you know the strip clubs and the Instagrams and you know yeah. and you looking at the, looking at those individuals mm-hmm. and this none of it is accurate. Yeah. Or you got the complete opposite. You got Kanye West. Yeah. And Kim Kardashian. Right. I mean yeah. that's the complete opposite, complete of, opposite what, of what you know what they have. So yeah. Yeah. That dynamic we see more of that than we see right yeah. the, the LeBron. And, and what's the and what's the impression? I think it's talking about the OGs. It is sensationalized. You're right. What what is the impression that it's leaving mm-hmm. on? The ones that are influenced most by Facts. what we're doing. Facts. 
quick to wrap up your the episode. Daughter, your son, your mm. daughter. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I wanted to make this point earlier when we talked about Coolio passing the OGs that had passed in the 50s, mm-hmm. right? And that 50 to uh, 60 range. Mm-hmm. What clicks in my mind is that when you lose, when you're losing the black male influence or the OGs in that 50 to 70, then that means the 20 year olds that come up don't get that. Right. And so typically that's when you pick up at the 20s, right? right. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to have that old. And I think about what happened in the 60s, 60s, 70s, right? Mm-hmm. They took out our top guys. They took our guys That out, the influence right? was, mm-hmm. right? And then the next, so then the next 20 years before you get somebody to even get a little bit of footing. Yeah. And then it's like, so I'm wondering like, you, you, now it's hip hop taking us. It's intentional. So yeah. every, when you miss that OG, when you asked about what is the, Ramifications of not having that. Yeah, it's what at we have. At least to make. Two, at least two decades yeah. of n- no guidance. Yeah. No guidance. Yeah. Absolutely, Absol- and that, that could take us on a rabbit hole, man. But yeah, there's a lot yeah. to unpack. There's a lot, there. to, unpack there's a lot there. to unpack there, man. But the legacy of the OG. I, can somebody write that? You right. can I love the way you close. I love the way that was right. dope. That was dope. Right. But the Cleveland. We want to thank you again, man. We really appreciate it. This no. has been a long time coming. Absolutely, you are. We will always be. Always have been. An extended friend of the podcast. We actually have talked about you numerous times. Numerous, oh, wow. numerous times we've good. talked about numerous you. We've referenced you so many times. I hope it's all good. I hope it's always, all good. Always good, Absolutely. Man. So thank no, you again, man. Again, I, 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 one, I am so appreciative of just being here. And again, it's not cliche for me. Mm-hmm. You guys know, and Paul, I get a chance to know you as well. I'm very genuine in what I say when it comes to you guys. And you guys are just as much of an inspiration to me as I am to you. Because it's very important, I, and I've talked, and I've talked, I've sat down and mm-hmm. talked to both of you extensively, and mm-hmm. understanding the importance of not only where you may be in that moment in time, but where you're going later on down the road. Mm-hmm. So your growth that I've seen in a short period of time mm-hmm. has been very much so appreciated. So I encourage you to keep fighting the fight, whatever mm-hmm. that fight may be. Absolutely. But more importantly, just continue to be the best versions of yourselves in a moment that you possibly can be. We appreciate and you. And I man. really, truly appreciate you having me here, right? Dope, Thanks, dope. Hey, yeah. peace and blessings, man. Absolutely. We want to thank you for joining us for another episode of the Digital Cigar Lounge podcast. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Please like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.